welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands. It's the 100th episode. Woo! So, it, yes, it's just me and Steve again. Um, we're still in the Northern Hemisphere, but very special edition today because um, in a minute we're going to hand over to Hannah and Ollie, who are down in the south in the Falkland Islands, who will carry on and tell you what they've been up to this week. So, joint effort this week. Um, let's just have a look at what we've been doing over the past 100 episodes. If you've been joining us and have been listening to every single one since we very first started, well done. We ought to send them something, shouldn't we? Yeah, maybe like a like something like a, a card like the Queen does. For... Yes, you could have a card. You could have a card. Yeah. Or um, we might even be able to get you a mug, an FITV mug. We might be able to do that as well. So um, we could be doing that. I don't know. Let's just, we'll see how it goes. Don't if you contact and then to deliver, whatever <laughs> you do, have that embroidered on a pillow. Um, listen, listener, if you're one of our solid listeners, email us stationmanager fitv.co.fk. Tell us why you think you're our top listener, and then we might send you something. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, we started this podcast, uh, well, just over a hundred episodes because I think we've skipped a couple of days, um, but. Um, it was with Katie and Thomas and Hannah and myself. Um, and we start when we started out, it was quite a serious podcast. We would discuss serious issues and then it sort of developed. So we were more behind the scene. Kind yes, of things. One, one could say the last sort of 10 podcasts have not been that serious <laughs> at all. No, but I don't think you need a lot of serious, because if you want the serious stuff, you watch FITV and Falklands in Focus. But then in the podcast, we'll tell you some of the things that happen behind the scenes, like, you know, I don't know what. But anyway, that's that's really what it came down to. We wanted to be as popular as there was a um, one particular um, podcast that was very, very popular at the time. And the people who were doing it were like on tour and everything. So that's what we were aiming for. But we did... um. I know the first one you joined in was when we did something on careers. Yeah, A for accountancy. A for accountancy. You came and told us all about oh, being Oh, yeah, accountant. rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll accountancy is. <laughs> and then I think we had we had a barrister for B and we had somebody in catering for C and then it sort of just fizzled out, really. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we, we kind of went away. But, no, it's... um, um, I, I have to say we went to... Uh, two years ago, yeah. to the World Screen Fest, Film Festival, didn't yes. we? Yes, yes, we did. And there was a, um, I don't know what you call it, a presentation, a um, talk, a yeah, talk on podcasts, and it was uh, the Natural History Museum, wasn't it? All part of it. Yeah, something to do with BBC. Yeah, yeah. and I, I have to say, at the time, I was thinking, well, this is all very interesting, but you know, blur on trumpet, we do a much better job. Yeah. I think well, you get tight. You can get bogged down in wanting, yeah. like the best microphones and the best. I mean, mm. when we we're in the Falklands, we record it on a Zoom, which is a, you know, a legitimate audio taking thing. But here, I mean, I've just got my phone sitting on my knee, and we're just sitting here chatting, aren't we? We are. Yeah, yes, that's what we're doing. Yeah, a cup of coffee. Yeah, some fudges. I'm so glad I bought that fudge. Yes. Anyway, um, astronomy section this week, listener. I'm. I've got just a big apology. It's just a, it's just a big disappointment. Um, it's a lovely piece, I think. Um, obviously, you can see that we're limited with the animation that we can <laughs> we can do here. But the disappointment comes because there's three major things in the astronomy that's happening this month, right? There was supposed to be a comet, 
that was going to be the second brightest thing in the sky and you'd be able to see it with your um, naked eye. Yeah, it started to not turn up, didn't it? Well, no, it's just it started to fall apart yeah. and now it's no longer there. So that's that. Well, blame on COVID-19. Yeah. Blame on COVID-19. But that's all COVID-19. Um, there's a penumbral eclipse. That's when the uh, moon goes into the Earth's partial shadow. But that's not visible in the Falklands. That's number two. And number three, because you've got a three, mm. is there's an annular eclipse. It's an annular solar eclipse. It means that the, the moon is too far away, so it's in apogee, so it's far away. So it doesn't quite cover the disk of the sun. So you've got like this ring of light around it, but it's not visible in the Falklands. No. So, you know, I sort of like, I get the, I get the watcher sort of like, yeah, look at this. And then like, yeah, you can't see it in the Falklands. But... On the plus side, mm. what you can see in the Falklands is the Milky Way. Oh, yes. Because we went out into a field um, near to where we are staying, uh, which is in a fairly rural location yeah. and not much like yeah. pollution. And it was a really clear night. And do you think we could see the Milky Way? No. Could we? No, could we Could we not? Not so in the, in the Falklands, listener, if you're planning to go down the Falklands or you're, you're on your way down... Be prepared because it is you work. There's more stars than you can shake a stick at. Seriously, it. I can't describe. You won't be able to get a stick though because there are no trees. No, but but you know there's just so (laughs) many stars. Even in Stanley, where you've got a little bit of light pollution from the streetlights. You know, I've stood in our back garden and you can on a clear night the Milky Way. Is not just a few bits of light across. It's a silver ribbon across the sky. I'm using hand gestures, listener. Across the sky, like like it was made in Star Trek. You know, one of them. Yeah, go down to Surf Bay in the middle of the night with your cup of cocoa, which we've done, and uh, (laughs) go go and look at the sky. Um, You know, fantastic. Yes, it is honestly wonderful. That's your phone. Shall I just pause this for a second? Oh, you've got a lovely little tinkly ringtone, haven't you? Yes. My little fairies coming in. Oh, yes. It's got to be loud, though. It's got to be on loud. It's got to be on loud. Um, So this week is actually uh, 21st of May. There's two things going on on the 21st of May. First is, um, well, there is no in particular order, but there's um, St. Helena Day. There's a lot of St. Helenians in uh, the Falkland Islands. The flag gets put up at um, Victory Green. Yes, it does. Uh, they usually have a reception at Government House. But I don't think they'll be having one now, will they? No, they won't. No, they won't. But it's also landing day. So this is when the task force in 1982 landed in St Carlos, um, which is about... Well, we have to sort of allow about three hours to get there. Yeah, well, it, this time of year, with the weather being so bad and the roads are generally not in great condition, yeah. it's best to give yourself uh, a lot of time to get there. It Plus the fact very... you want to get there early before... All the military trucks got on the road because they churn it all up and yeah. make it even worse. It's one of the one of the uh, the bigger memorials. So it's absolutely beautiful down there in San Carlos waters. Um, it's <sighs> overlook. So this is, the cemetery is uh, there's there's a brick wall all the way around it. Beautiful. It, it, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's one of the places yeah. you've got to go. It is the perfect setting for a memorial. To be perfect. And. Honest. Um, it's overlooking San Carlos waters. Uh, whatever ship is around, so it's been plied in previous years, but obviously it's HMS Fourth this year. Um, it will be in the waters down there. Um, there's usually, I think there's a fly past. Is there? 
fly past there? I'm not. Um, I'm not all the time. They, I mean, sometimes there's a yeah. there's a, a either a helicopter or a um, yeah. C-130 or something flying but past. But quite uh, exposed out there, so it is. Ve- the weather is quite dreadful um, at times up there. I mean, we've been up there in the snow and stuff like that. And like I say, the, the road going to... If it, you've had rain a couple of days, it's going to be slippy and slidy all over the place. Uh, over the years, because uh, I've been at FITV now for nearly 10 years, and over the years I've had the privilege to speak to a lot of veterans. Um, and this, the stories are just fantastic. I'm not going to say them now. A lot of them we filmed, and they should be on our YouTube channel. Um, but I do remember one of the very first ones I did. It was these two guys, uh, two para, and they gave this talk uh, where they went right from when they first got on the ship in the UK, that how they travelled down, what they did on the ship going down um, to the landing, the actual landing night, and then their yomp from there through to Goose Green and, and things like that. It was a brilliant, brilliant talk. It's one of those talks where there's laughter, but then there's great sadness as well. It was it was just beautifully balanced, these two guys really bouncing off each other. Um, that actually may be on our Facebook, uh, YouTube channel as well. But have a, have a look for it anyway. Have a look for the veteran ones that are over there. Anyway, we're now going to pass you over to Hannah. No, no, we're no, not. We're not. You must talk about the <laughs> most exciting thing coming. that's happened this week. Well, other than me shaving my beard off, obviously. Oh, no, I don't is, know why um, you've done that. Because it was getting, basically, I was finding a third meal in it every other time. <laughs> so I was just getting a bit, it got too bushy. But anyway, aside from the beard, the most exciting thing that has happened this week is that I discovered... In Cheltenham, mm-hmm. an anonymous postbox. Right, so we need to tell the listener what an anonymous post. If you were still awake last week when we were talking about postboxes, each postbox has got a royal cipher on the front of the postbox. It tells you when, at what point in history it was made. So there are some Victoria postboxes around with the VR um, cipher on them. And in Cheltenham, actually, there's the hexagonal ones. Um, as well, which are really, really early. The Penfold ones. The Penfold indeed. ones, yeah. Yes, I, um, I, there are two that I found. <laughs> we um, told them all this stuff last week, so we didn't. Uh, the, no, no, but, no. In fact, just got another one in Montpellier. Oh, other. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what we have discovered is there was a period, and it was in the Victorian times. I think it, it was. was eighteen. I want to say eighteen seventy nine, but that might be a bit too. Don't early. know, but yes. Um, for about n- nine years, they they forged these pillar boxes. Uh, without a royal cipher on them. They forgot. So they're called anonymous uh, pillar boxes. And we found one in Cheltenham. Yes. Well, you, well, you we. did. You um, did. You sent yeah. me the picture. Which, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I um, I was at, rode by it and I had a look and I went, oh, my goodness, I immediately called you yeah. with so much excitement. So much excitement. And then um, started taking photographs of it. And two people came to use it and post a letter, and they they started to ask me, you know, why I was taking a photograph of it. And I explained to them about why ideas, and and then started going on about telephone boxes. I, I, not telephone boxes. And then boxes. did they suddenly crown you nerd of nerds? Yeah, well, they they they, <laughs> they definitely went away with the opinion that I was very nerdy on uh, post boxes, and yeah. that, that's my uh, that's what's happened to me during this. 
lockdown period. Well, we we need to get ourselves lots of things together, actually, because we need to prepare ourselves when we eventually get back to the Falcons. Listener, I don't think you'll hear from uh, Steve and I until, uh, sort of Steve and me, till um, we get back into the Falklands, really, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna hand over to Hannah and Ollie, and they're gonna take over from uh, from now. So this is the last time you'll hear us on the podcast for a little while but we need to get prepared because we're going to be in quarantine for 14 days and we're not allowed to leave the house no so, so we need to find jigsaws we need to find all the airfix models you've got hidden around the house to do well i think we could compile a book on all the post boxes all the in, post in box. cheltenham and yeah. area to be honest yeah we're all, we're gonna we'll yeah we're gonna have to do loads yeah, it's going to be fun. Anyway, um, Hannah and Ollie should be there. Are you there, Hannah and Ollie? And we'll say goodbye from here. Bye for now. Bye for now. Over to Hannah and Ollie. Hello, Paula and Steve. Yes, we are here. And I'm with... Oliver. And for the 100th podcast, it will be his first podcast... Tom. Hey! <laughs> Tom Tom, the graphics man. And we're very excited to be podcasting because we haven't podcasted in a long, long time, because we've all been very, very busy. Um, well, we've been rushed off our feet, haven't we, really? Because we've been doing daily shows for the past couple of months, which has been a bit full-on, to say the least. Yeah, thrown in the deep end, but, it, you know, it's, we've done all right, I think. We've yeah, done... it's, been, it's been a different way of life, and I think probably it's been a different way of life for a lot of people at the moment, with everything that's going on with the coronavirus. Um, so we've all kind of had to adapt, haven't we? A little bit and we've adapted our working hours and our routine tom you've been isolating at home but you've been busy busy working haven't you yeah you did a, a pretty nice star wars one didn't you that looked pretty cool the star wars graphic can you tell us a bit about that what what how, how where did that idea come from um well it's basically from my um isolation i've been well been playing star wars on the playstation 4 <laughs> and like i based the scenery on one of the um and one of the um, maps, I think, is... I think it's Hoth. Like, the main map was, like, the big hanger. That's the snowy one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that. Is that the one with the funny dog-like... Uh, are they called Atats? The oh. mechanical dog things? Do I know that? Am I right? Am I getting a Star Wars thing right? Uh, ATATs. Yeah, there we go. The there we go. See? But, so that's what you modelled your the Star Wars graphic on, was it? Yeah. It's... And we'll be putting this graphic over the top of this podcast so people can actually have a look and see what you've been busy doing. Because that was for Star Wars Day, wasn't it? Yeah, may the fourth be with you. Yes. The uh, the good old meme and joke. Oh, may there. the fourth. That seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? A month's gone very quickly. Yeah, no. It, the whole time it's it's flown by, actually. To be fair. Well, yeah. How, I mean, Ollie, how have you felt? Because you've been obviously you started with us in at the end of December, but you're our, our new man. Still new. And it was literally thrown in at the deep end. Go and do this. Go and interview so and so. Go and do that. And quick, quick editing and stuff. How how have you found it? Oh no, it's I love it. It's been good. You know, we've, we've I've talked to so many people during this time. Interviewed quite a lot of people. Each everyone, each, um, everyone's really passionate about what they do. You know, from the governor at one point, to, um, we did the teddy bear. So people were putting teddy bears in the windows. That was really nice as well. And talked to Maggie Battersby as well, who was doing the community heroes. So. There's been a, a very wide variety of people that I've managed to talk to during this time. And it's been really, really nice and the response um, for the COVID-19 pandemic here. This is the thing, I think, with, with, with the way things are at the moment and the current situation, it's almost like people who have got skills are really pushing their skills to the test, mm. working, working 
like stink. That's my favourite saying. But 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 even even crafty people, people who are isolating, people are still working from home. People are are doing their knitting, are doing baking, and the community here I find has really come together more so than where back at home in the UK. I'm not saying that the UK aren't aren't coming together because I know they're going out and doing their claps for the NHS yeah. and things. But here, everyone's really got their creative talents going and thinking, right, how can we still do community events but without actually seeing people face to face? And Ollie, you came up with a very good idea for one that we've been doing. It's your lovely, lovely... Look, he's giving me a look, but he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know, but it's, it, it it's, now, the, yeah. it's the Stanley Arms quiz. Yes, the quiz night. Um, I quite enjoyed that, to be fair. And we had all three... Well, we were both here in, a, in an episode... Um, we had music, so yourself did a music round. I did a geography and history round, and we had Vicky Collier as well um, doing a few rounds. And then before that, we had Laura Ellen, and it did really, really well. And you could have won a, a Stanley Arms pizza, so that worked. It worked quite well. It was, it was quite. It nice. was a good idea though, because if you can't go, and I think that's the one thing most people are struggling with is socialising, going to the pub, having a drink, seeing your friends, and you can't, you can't do that at the moment. And uh, for a lot of people, it's they can't even leave their house. So for the, for them, it was nice to have a quiz where you could tune in, listen to the answers, write them all, listen to your questions, write down all the answers, and then tot it all up at the end. Um, and quite a few people enjoyed that and engaged with it, which was good. Absolutely. And, and you it, made it, a very good graphic, I was going to well, say. That's what yeah. I was going to tie into, because them graphics, if you've, if you've seen them, they're on Facebook and on, and on uh, FITV as well. But there's a few Easter eggs in that, in that graphic, isn't there, Tom? that you made. Can you tell us a bit about the shields? Oh yes, um, so the shields are, um, I'm not sure what they're called, I think they're family crests or something, for like, like the last names of um, well, the, everyone at FITV. It's like, so we've got the, the Mansell family crest, um, the Newton family crest and um, Thompson family crest on the thing. And just to get, I mean I could do a little bit of explaining here to the listener. What it, the graphic is, is the Stanley Arms pub. So it's a pub bar with some little uh, FITV sheep sitting around a table looking like they're playing a game of cards or something. And on the bar, you've got the different crests of the, uh, the families, which is quite nice. And then it says Tuesday's quiz or... But we'll put it up on the, um, on the YouTube video of this so you can have a little look, see of what Tom's been busy, busy making. Um, which has been been really good, and you've you've been doing a lot of graphics and learning a lot of new stuff as well. Your graphics have come on, I've noticed since I've been working with you, and that's probably been over a year now. Well, twenty eighteen, wasn't it? Two years. Can you remember when you started with us? Um, I think it was um, around September of twenty eighteen. So we're gonna have to have an anniversary <laughs> and a celebration. But an interesting thing is as well, though, because I wasn't here when the first podcast started, but you was here, wasn't you, when the first... So this is a hundredth... Uh, Can you believe it? The hundredth yeah, so... time the listener has heard my lovely voice <laughs> and probably gone, tune off. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean, it, it must was be funny. quite... A, how did it start? Give us a bit... When we first started, I can't even remember how it started, to be honest, but I think we thought, you know what, it would be quite nice to do a, a little behind-the-scenes podcast of what what we're like off camera, do you know, and talk to people about what our jobs are like, because with our jobs we're out and about and interviewing people and doing all sorts of things and meeting loads of really interesting people. So we thought, ah, we'll, we'll sit and do a comical, this is what it's really like, it's not all glam on front of the cat. It may look like it's all quite stilted and, you know, put together nicely, but actually behind the scenes there are a lot of things 
that do go wrong. And as we all learned, well, we learned the other week, didn't we, with the memorial season, trying to find, um, memorial season's come to an open and we were trying to find San Carlos oh, yeah. Cemetery for, um, they've, they've got their landing day service, really nice service they do every year. And this would have been my third time going to the service. So you'd think that I would know it like the back of my hand, where I'm going, this and that. Ollie and I got in the car and I thought, right, leave nice and early, left at eight o'clock, got our coffees, had our biscuits, blah, blah. <laughs> and driving, driving and thought, oh, actually, this doesn't look familiar, blah, blah, blah. We ended up in Port San Carlos instead of San Carlos. Easy mistake. And we turned up, didn't we? We got down to the bottom of a little farm called Smiley's Farm and I looked... We definitely out the window, <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is a bit strange. There's a load of pigs in the front garden, and there's no road going up to the cemetery like there normally is. Went and knocked on the window. Poor little old deer came out, didn't she, and said, oh, actually, you've got the wrong place. It's another 40 minutes back the other way. But luckily, we did make it in the end. We made it. Yeah. The service had finished, but we still made it to get some nice shots of the reeds and things like that. So I, Well, it was fortunate as well. The sun was shining, so we managed to get some really nice shots. And yeah. it's the first time I've ever been. So, But but an interesting thing is now, so we've gone from, you know, uh, daily shows pretty much from five shows a week, slowly down to three. And then what we're doing next week? Next week, we're back to normality. <laughs> back to normality. So we'll be doing one show a week again until we can... Uh, Get it back into the swing of things and, and doing the weekly show. But hopefully we'll be able to bring you some more presenter-led things and some more feature-length things as well, which should be quite nice nice to do. It's been very... I don't know about you, but Ollie, but I've found it's been very information overload, information. And go the government here have been very, very good at being transparent and sending out their messages to the people of the islands and the community. And people have been watching. I think people have been watching and listening on the radio because it's important. You want to know what's going on. Whereas now we're kind of slowly going back to normality, fingers crossed, or the new normal, shall we say. Yeah. Um, but it, it's good for us because it means we can actually not be stuck in the office till 8 o'clock <laughs> in the evening. <laughs> well, that, that's what back I mean. to normal so, hours. So in terms of, obviously, Tom, you've been doing a lot of animation and editing. I've been doing a lot of interview, but you've been hard at work as well behind behind the scenes. It's the admin. Well, it's been the churning out the show to, to actually put together a half an hour show, even though it's all of us. Do you know, it's all of us have a little cog in the yeah. in the machine and then bringing it all together. It's difficult trying to do it every day. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am quite glad that we will be going back to normal. So it'd be nice to to get a new routine. You must be glad you're back in work, Tom. You've been back with us now for a week and a half, two weeks. How are you finding being back? Yeah, it's, it's good. It's like I was getting kind of bored being at home all the time, but yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's nice to actually have something to wake up for, Do you know, instead of not having that routine or even having lines and things. It's nice to get up and go, right, oh, back in work, da -da, back to normal. Well, you were also doing some filming as well, weren't you? Uh, at the community library. Yes. Tom? Tom's <laughs> first piece was out uh, this week. How, how did that go? Did you enjoy it? Um, yeah, it was good. Um, have you, have you been, this is the first time you've been to that new community library, isn't it, as well? Um, it's not the first time I've been, like, in the library, but... Um, the first time I've been like filming and everything, but 
So did you, did you enjoy doing the filming aspect? Do you reckon was? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it could have been a little bit better. But, he can't yeah. say no. This is the thing. He can't <laughs> say no. We're putting him under pressure. He can't say no to it. <laughs> but as well, Hannah, you've been interviewing today as well this morning. I was. I went and interviewed a lovely man. A very lovely <laughs> man. No, Mr. Sam Cockwell um, was the who's the press and public affairs officer. There we go. I've remembered that very well. Um, for Government House. Um, so what it is is the. Um, let's see if I can get this right. It's not the Queen's certificate, it's the Queen's New Year's Honours list is coming out. Mm. And what happens is she gives special medals, OBEs, MBEs, BMEs, British Empire Medal. Ah, oh, there you go. There we go. Well done. Um, <laughs> to people of meritorious conduct. Who have wow, okay. done something to help the community or have volunteered or have done something that you think, oh, wow, actually, they're really helping other people. So the nominations are now open, so you can nominate people. So if anyone wants to nominate me for this, go for it now. No, <laughs> but yeah. you can you can nominate people who you feel have done something extraordinary, a bit like Captain Tom Moore. Yes, very good. From Keithley, isn't it? Yes. He's raised so much money for the NHS. I'm sure so... many many of our listeners probably will have seen in the newspapers and stuff. He's now I'm going to get the age wrong. I think he may be a hundred. Uh, yeah, he did get a letter in his from the 90s. Queen, uh, I believe. Yeah, he, and he's been doing walking around his garden to raise money for... For the NH NHS, NHS charity, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's raised a, a significant amount of money to yeah. the NHS charities. So well done to him, even to the point of the FIG, the government here, sent him, sent him a nice uh, message. Now, you've been very, very, very happy this week and chomping at the bit to do this, but do tell us... you. Sports are now slowly reopening. What sport have you been doing, Ollie? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it was music to my ears when I heard that sports are slowly starting to, to come back into the islands. Um, yeah, so I've been playing a sport called short map bowls. Now, <laughs> Hannah's laughing, you can't see her, but uh, Hannah's laughing at the moment. But I, I don't know, I did a little piece on it. I remember one of my first ever pieces, uh, short map bowls arrived in the islands. Um, and I just gave it a go, and I just gave, and I loved it. I kept going every week in, week out. You know, kept trying it. Never done it before. Watched it with my granddad when I was four years old, and that was the highlight of my bowls career. And now I've, I've, I just love it. I, I keep on playing it. And what it is is there's a mat on the floor, and you have to roll a ball to get it closer to the jack around like a wooden block. Um, and I did represent Stanley in the NPC versus. Oh, I've got to oh. get this in there. I did represent Stanley in the NPC versus Stanley. Uh, check that out on YouTube. So yeah, that was there. Um, and excitingly, in about two weeks' time, there is the well, I guess the national championship, the first ever national short mat balls championships. So unfortunately, Hannah, you might hear a lot of me mentioning it in the next two weeks about how excited I am to participate in it. But yeah, yeah I'm quite excited. <laughs> I think you should get Tom involved with short mat balls because you guys have a very nice long corridor in the FITV <laughs> house. <laughs> that you could practice your balls on. Little do you know, we have what well, I've been trying, but with little paper scrunched up balls. Um, but it hasn't worked as much because they're a bit too light, but I've been giving it a go. And we have, uh, well, let's say your cat's in the FITV house, so she's been chasing them and picking them up. Um, but yeah, no, like I say, we have been practicing a bit as well. So, But there is other sports as well that are open, like golf, golf's uh, back in. Um, Football, they're not doing non-contact, so as in they're getting like to do Training runs and stuff. And exactly, things, yeah. yeah. Um, there are other sports like archery and badminton's now back. 
um, but obviously social distance. But it's funny you should say that because I tuned into rival channel ESPN and oh, yeah? um, <laughs> I saw that they were doing football in Germany but without anyone in the stadium. So you could actually hear the footballers kicking the football and talking <laughs> to it. Do you know when you don't normally hear that? And I thought, this is very odd. But they were on the subs bench. They yeah. were social distancing and they all had their masks on. So they were all like metres and metres apart. Wow. But it was actually quite interesting. I thought, oh, fair play to them opening it up again and trying to... I think I'm living the dream here, talking about football yeah. on a podcast. But as well in that one, they had uh, like cutouts of fans. I don't know yeah. if you saw that as well. Which is quite interesting because they'd cut out of fans. Um, so you could, apparently you could pay some money and you could put like, I don't know, a big cardboard cutout of, of your friend or yourself, saying, yeah, oh, um, to funny. put up, which is quite funny. But yeah, like, I'm, I'm happy that the sports are now back because it gets people out a bit more and a bit more active. Mm-hmm. And I saw the running club, they were doing some runs, obviously distancing, but they were running up to Cape Pembroke and back. So yeah. it's going all right. You know, it's, it's good that the sports are back. Yep. And on that note, <laughs> happy 100th podcast. Yeah, happy 100th podcast. And we'll be bringing you another podcast next week where we'll actually have time to do one. Yeah. Instead of last week, the listener may have noticed there was no new podcast, but we thought we'd save it for this week because uh, why not? And also because we've been very busy. Brilliant. And that's left for us to say. See you later. Yes, see you next week.